This is the Adventist World Radio, and you are listening to the Voice of Hope. For more information, please feel free to write to us. Our email address is Bible at awr dot org, or you could also call us on WhatsApp at plus one two two four two 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 zero seven seven seven. From the studio of Adventist World Radio, Pune. A very warm welcome to you. This is our international English service. In our program today, we bring you an inspiring message and songs of praise. You will hear God's word to strengthen you spiritually. You are listening to Adventist World Radio, the Voice of Hope. Honor the Lord with your song of praise. Come before Him with singing. Lift up your hearts and your voices raise. Honor the Lord with your song of praise. He is, He is the Lord, the one who gives us the breath to sing. He is, He is the Lord, the God who breathes life in everything. Welcome to write to us on this postal address, Adventist Media Center, Post Box One Four Four Six, Market Yard, Pune, Four One One Zero Three Seven, Maharashtra, India. You can also log into our website to hear all our programs, which is www.awr.org. Before we hear God's word, here's a melodious song. Righteous and holy in all of your ways, we come before you. 
with honor and praise, here to adore you for all of our days. We come before you with honor and praise. Lord of the heavens, how faithful you are. Shine out upon us, O bright morning star, morning star, righteous and holy. Adventist Media Center, Pune. We have Helen Jacob presenting God's Word. Our speaker for today is the director of Adventist Media Center, Pastor Vara Prasad Jacob. Please go ahead, Pastor. Our topic for today is Is God Fair? Discovery Series Guide Number 22. Let's begin with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Thank you for life and all the blessings that are new every morning. Please give us wisdom and understanding for today's message. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Is God fair? A boy in the inner city is killed by stray gang bullets as he does his homework at the family table. A young mother in the suburbs finds the child had contracted AIDS from a contaminated blood transfusion. The tragedies go on and on in our world, and we long so much for an answer to it all. Where is God in a world of meaningless sufferings and death? The psalmist assures us that the earth is full of his unfailing love. Psalms 33.5 But if that is true, 
Why doesn't he bring an end to suffering and tragedy? The 20th chapter of Revelation shows us how and when God will bring sin and suffering to an end. Let us focus on a few points. Point number one, the 1,000 years unveiled. Revelation 20 zeroes in on a 1,000 year period that follows the second coming of Christ. The events surrounding this 1,000 year period are the final act in the conflict between Christ and Satan that has been going on since sin entered the universe. This drama began in heaven when Lucifer became jealous of Christ, started a war with the unfallen angels, was expelled and fled to our world. The drama continued on earth in the Garden of Eden, then down through the centuries until it reached its first climax when the devil impelled human beings to Christ crucify Christ. The drama will reach its final climax at the close of the 1000 year period when a sinful world is cleansed and placed under Christ control. Revelation 20 shows us that the 1000 year period is separated by two resurrections. Who does God raise from the dead in the first resurrection that takes place at the beginning of the 1000 years? Blessed and holy are those who have part in the first resurrection. The second death has no power over them, but they will be priests of God and of Christ and will reign with him for a thousand years. Revelation 26 The blessed and holy, those who have accepted Jesus as a Savior, come up in the first resurrection. If the righteous are to reign with Christ during the 1,000 years, they must be resurrected at the beginning of the 1,000 years. Who are the raised in the second resurrection at the close of the 1,000 year period? The rest of the dead did not come to life until the 1,000 years were ended. The rest of the dead can refer only to the wicked dead because the righteous, the blessed and holy are resurrected at the beginning of the 1,000 years. So the 1,000 year period is marked off by two resurrections the resurrection of the righteous at its beginning and the resurrection of the wicked at its close. Point number two, resurrected at Christ's coming. The first resurrection that of righteous takes place at the second coming of Christ. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with the trumpet call of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so we will be with the Lord forever. First Thessalonians 4, 16 and 17 When Jesus comes to this earth again, he raises the dead in Christ and takes them along with the righteous who are alive to heaven. Because the wicked still cling to sin, they can exist, they can't exist in God's presence, and they are destroyed at Christ's coming. Point number three Satan chained to earth for one thousand years. When a thousand years begin, the righteous have all gone 
to heaven and the wicked are all dead. What will happen to this world during the thousand years? And I saw an angel coming down out of heaven, having the key to the abyss and holding in his hand a great chain. He seized the dragon, that ancient serpent who is the devil or Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. He threw him into the abyss and locked and sealed it over him to keep him from deceiving the nations any more until a thousand years were ended. Revelation 21-3 At Jesus' coming, Satan is born and will remain in chain during a thousand years. Where is Satan imprisoned? In the abyss, a Greek word that means very deep or bottomless. In Genesis 1-2, the Greek version of the Old Testament uses the word abyss to describe the earth in its underdeveloped state before the days of creation. So our earth is the abyss where God imprisons Satan. Scripture describes Satan as bound by a great chain. Is this a literal chain? No. It is symbolic, a chain of circumstances. Satan would like very much to continue deceiving people during a thousand years, but he can find no righteous people to tempt because they are all in heaven. And he can find no wicked to lead because they are all dead, asleep in the dust of the earth. Unable to deceive or tempt anyone, he roams an empty world, first to ponder all the heartaches and tragedy he has caused. Point four, the righteous judge the wicked. The thousand year period is also a time of judgment. But remember that the judgment consists of four main stages. Stage one, the pre-advent judgment of the righteous before Christ's second coming. Stage two, the reward of the righteous at the second coming. Stage three, the judgment of the wicked during the thousand years and stage four, the reward of Satan and the wicked at the end of that period. We've seen that the righteous dead who have been resurrected and the righteous who are alive are taken to heaven together at the second coming of Christ. They are at home in heaven during the thousand years. What will they be doing? Do you not know that the saints who are saved will judge the world? Do you not know that we will judge angels? I saw thrones on which were seated those who had been given authority to judge. They came to life and reigned with Christ a thousand years. During the thousand years, the righteous will review the cases of wicked human beings and fallen angels, including their leader, Satan, are fitting for the martyrs, the overcomers, and the battle-scarred adherents of the gospel to examine and understand God's judgment of the wicked. God has graciously given redeemed human beings the chance to evaluate his dealings with the wicked. We may have a lot of questions like, Why isn't my aunt here? She seemed like such a good person. When we go over the records and judge the dead, according to what had done as recorded in the books, we will see for ourselves that in all his dealings with human beings, 
God has been just and fair with everyone. We'll see how the Holy Spirit offered people chance after chance to yield to God and the fairness of each sentence will become plain. Point 5. Satan unchanged when the 1000 years ends. At the close of the 1000 years, the Bible declares, I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. This wonderful city has been our home for a thousand years. Now the holy city with Christ and all the people is redeemed inside, descends from heaven to our world. What does Satan do at the close of the thousand years? When the thousand years are over, Satan will be released from his prison and will go out to deceive the nations in the four corners of the earth to gather them for battle. In number they are like the sands of the seashore. They march across the breadth of the earth and surround the camp of God's people, the city he loves. The wicked are resurrected in the second resurrection, the close of thousand years. The righteous descend to earth in the holy city and the wicked are resurrected. Satan will be set free for a short time. He again has the wicked to lead and the righteous as his target. Not wasting a moment, he immediately begins to organize the wicked into a vast army. Satan gives a command to march against the city. As the wicked take up positions around the new Jerusalem, they catch a glimpse of the horror of being lost, lost forever. Point 6. The Final Judgment Scene Here for the first time all the human race meets together face to face. Jesus leads the redeemed children of God who are inside the city. Satan heads the throngs of the wicked who are outside the walls. At this critical moment, God carries out the final stage of judgment and the wicked receive their day in court. They saw a great white throne and him who sat on it. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and the dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books. As the wicked stand before the throne of justice, their whole life opens before them. From the records contained in heaven, Jesus, the righteous judge, formally unfolds the full story of his dealings with fallen men, women, and angels. The entire universe looks on with intense interest. Standing before the throne of God, Jesus gives everyone a comprehensive view of his redemptive work. He reveals that he gave, came to seek and save the lost. He entered our world in human flesh, lived a sinless life amid struggles and temptation, made the ultimate sacrifice on the cross and served as a priest in heaven. Finally, when Christ sorrowfully steps forward and passes sentence on those who persisted in rejecting His grace, every being in the universe will acknowledge the justice and necessity of this final act of divine judgment. We will all stand before God's judgment seat. It is written, As surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow before me. 
every tongue will confess to God. Christ Jesus became obedient to death, even death on a cross. At the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Ever since sin began, the devil has been slandering God's character, accusing him of being unfair. But now all the questions are answered, all the perplexities resolved. Now every being in the universe acknowledges that Jesus, the Lamb of God, is worthy of our love and worship. The whole plan of purpose of God is now fully revealed, and God's character stands vindicated. Not only the saved, but also evil angels, and Satan himself will confess that Satan's way had been wrong and that God's way are just and true. All see that evil and selfishness has led only to unhappiness and discontent and is not worth continuing. Point 7. Sin meets its final end. Even though Satan and the vast throng of wicked people admit that God's way is right, their hearts are not changed. Their characters remain evil. And after judgment is pronounced, the wicked march across the breadth of the earth and surrounded the camp of God's people, the city he loves. But fire came down from heaven and devoured them. And the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of burning sulfur. Then death and hate were thrown into the lake of fire. The lake of fire is the second death. If anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, book of life he has thrown into the lake of fire. In the final judgment, the fires of the eternal God will destroy sin and those who stubbornly cling to it. Satan and all the lost perish in the second death, an eternal death from which there is no awakening. The course of rebellion has left the wicked unfit for real happiness and they are destroyed with the angels and the devil. The heavenly fire completely cleanses the earth of the ravages of sin. God has a clean universe at last, never again to be scarred by evil. The epic struggle between good and evil, between Christ and Satan, is finally over and Christ reigns. The curtain falls on the ancient drama of sin and rises on the glory of a new world of limitless possibilities. Point number eight. The earth cleansed and made new. From the ashes of this final cleansing holocaust, God will create a new world. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and first earth had passed away. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God. Now the dwelling of God is with men and he will live with them. They will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. I am making everything new. 
Romans 21, 1-5. Restored to its original beauty, the earth becomes a home of the redeemed for endless ages. Freed from selfishness, sickness and suffering, we have a whole universe to explore, wonderful relationships to develop, and an eternity in which we sit at Jesus' feet to listen, learn and love. Where do you plan to be that day? Have you decided to be with Christ inside the city and say it forever? Or will you be outside the city without Christ and lost forever? If you have placed your life in the hands of Jesus, you need never experience the unspeakable horror of those on the outside of the city who realize they are lost forever. No matter what life has brought to you, if you place your life in the hands of Jesus now, you can be inside the city with Christ and the redeemed. If you have not done, so give your heart to Jesus now and he will surround you with his love and forgiveness. This is your opportunity. This is your day of salvation. Let's close with thanksgiving in our heart. Dear Lord, thank you for your message and speaking to us. Help us Lord, to make the right choice to enjoy eternity with you. Thank you for the wonderful gift of salvation. In Jesus' name, Amen. To know more on God's Word, you are always welcome to write to us. Adventist Media Center, Post Box 1446, Market Yard, Pune 411037, Maharashtra, India. And you can email us at helenrichesv at gmail.com. Helen Riches V at Gmail dot com H E L E N R I C H E S V at Gmail dot com. You can contact us with your prayer requests and your interest for Bible study at these numbers Center of Digital Evangelism C D E zero 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 eight zero 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 four zero one seven zero four or you can message us directly at plus one seven four seven two eight two two eight eight zero our whatsapp number is plus nine one nine zero 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 eight 9093 and you can email us at helenrichesv at gmail.com 
H E L E N R I C H E S V at gmail.com. We invite you to visit us on our website www.awr.org. This is David. And I am Madhuri, signing off at AWR. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Till then, we wish you goodbye, goodbye and, and God, God bless. This is the Adventist World Radio, and you are listening to the Voice of Hope. For more information, please feel free to write to us. Our email address is Bible at awr.org. Or you could also call us on WhatsApp at plus one two two four two 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 zero seven seven seven.